0: Fourth of July weekend. How are we looking? The Bill Michael show on this Friday. Glad to have you. As you get, a, uh, get ready for the extended weekend. Good weekend coming up. You got racing at Road America, Summerfest, fireworks, parties, parades. Fourth of July on Monday, so the extended weekend. Some of you either took off today or you're taking off on Tuesday. Uh, in the meantime, uh, a little bit of fireworks last night with the Milwaukee Bucks, keeping Bobby Portis, making some other deals. Not a bad way to go. Not at all. As uh, they bring the fan favorite back, uh, I, I mean, I don't know what it was like around the rest of the state, but certainly yesterday, or early, I should say early this morning, when uh, the uh, the news came on, there was um, a lot of uh, video and audio of the postseason from this past year in which Bobby Portis had a couple of jumpers, and the, the place started chanting, Bobby, Bobby. And uh, the fan favorite is now coming back. He is now coming back. Good deal. Four-year four year deal, deal uh, as a matter of fact. And Joe Ingles uh, gets a one-year deal coming out of Utah. He had some ACL surgery, but... He is pretty he's a big man, he's pretty good beyond the arc as well. So the Bucks adding that piece. That piece uh also. And uh Giannis apparently is gonna unveil a new Zoom Freak 4 sneaker. Uh and that's coming up. So a lot of positivity surrounding the Milwaukee Bucks. On the opposite end of the spectrum, the uh the disappointment was the Milwaukee Brewers. Not only Did they let go of a golden opportunity to start off and continue to win, extend the win streak, but start off the road trip in Pittsburgh the right way after putting up seven runs on 12 hits last night. But then they started out with Adrian Hauser going down with an elbow tightness or forearm tightness. Suter came in, gave up uh, a long ball. Uh, Alexander gave up a long ball on a couple of runs. It was not a good night for the pitching staff after Gustav and, And company pitched so well the day before in Tampa Bay, came back yet again and didn't look good at all. So, and Pittsburgh just flat out went off yesterday. Went off Perez, couple of home runs, plated three runs, five RBI. I mean, he just, he was a one-man wrecking crew. Good to see Christian Yellich continue to hit. Willie Adamas got some knocks, Um, McCutcheon a couple of doubles, driving in runs. You know, Colton Wong, welcome back. Two for five yesterday looked energized. I mean, if the offense looks like this, they're going to win a lot of games. But a golden opportunity when we st- when we talked yesterday about what the record would be coming through this road or coming through this stretch of ten games, we thought seven and three at the worst, eight and two at the best, nine and one, uh, and they got off to a, a losing start yesterday. So not the best way to go for the Brewers. Back at it again this evening as well. Ben, how you doing today? I'm great, Bill. I'm excited for the weekend. I'm still kind of running off the high that yesterday gave with all the news coming down at the end of the show. Yeah, then uh, that was just it. Then uh, we ended up having – yesterday was kind of just breaking news day yesterday, Uh, but the big news coming out uh, of the Big Ten and the Pac-12 was the fact that UCLA and USC are coming in to the Big Ten. Uh, So you've got the, what, second-largest market. uh, Both teams out of the second-largest market – Coming into the Big Ten television market and media market, which is only going to increase the money for everybody else, uh, which on one hand is a good thing. On another hand, it does begin to change the look, uh, the landscape, if you will, of of college football. Not that it hasn't begun to change anyway, because the erosion started more than a few years ago. But nevertheless, it's uh, it's it's, uh, it's it's big news. No doubt about it. Today we're going to talk with Jim Ozarski coming up about an hour from now. Uh, He uh, works for the Journal Sentinel, covers the Milwaukee Bucks. Bailey Curry is going to join us. And Rafa Matos. Why do you go who? Because they're drivers. They're going to be joining us from Road America coming coming up here in a little bit. So looking forward to that. Uh, did you see, and I'm sure you did, that the 76ers acquired the energy and tenacity of one P.J. Tucker in a three-year, $33 million deal? I did. He is uh, no longer on the market for the Bucks to go after. He is now one of your people, Ben.
1: Are you happy about it? Yeah.
0: I mean, th- pretty I much all of my thoughts have
1: given, and you have given that I agree with on this show, they apply perfectly. I mean, that's a that's a
0: championship kind of guy that you want on your team, regardless of the numbers he can put up. He is, uh, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, And then I woke up this morning, and uh, do you follow Mike Clemens on Facebook? No, I am rarely on Facebook. I'm really only on it to message you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to share this over to the Facebook fan page, okay? Uh And um, he, uh... (laughs) Mike, Mike is in his backyard, and he has his hose out. And Not that hose, stop. Uh, he does a video discussing different sprays on his garden hose. He's actually, <laughs> I love it. It is so Mike. Mike right now needs the Green Bay Packers, because the Packers are in a down period right now. So Mike is reviewing a sprayer on his garden hose. It is priceless. So if you have not, um, if you have not uh, checked out Mike's page, or you don't. You're not a friend of Mike's. Uh, go over to the Facebook fan page and see for yourself. It is awesome. I'm watching Just- it now. It might be the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> It, that, out of all the things, you know, that you can wake up to, and I started to flip through this morning over on Facebook and over on Instagram and YouTube and all the different stuff, that has to be the absolute best. It's got to be. It is Mike Clemens. And did you notice in the beginning, when Mike does it, uh, it's really sunny out. And then by the end of the video, in in a matter of a split second, it's like it's going into nighttime. But it's priceless. So, oh my god, I love it. I absolutely love it. If you haven't seen it, you got to go to my Facebook fan page. I wish I could share that to other entities, but uh, but he owns it. But that is awesome. So, oh my goodness, I know uh, it's so. That's it. I know it's usually not fair game to comment on another man's lawn. But what do you think? I feel like the coloration's a little off there. Uh, I think we're all a little off right now. My lawn, uh, I, I cut my lawn. Now, I'll go back and preface this. I cut the lawn uh, pretty short this time because I'm going to cut it one more time before I leave on vacation. So I cut it short so I don't have to. It's a long story. I'll just shut up. But it, it's my lawn looks a little bit like that. A little bit. Uh, we have not had in this area uh, a lot of rain. It, most of the rain and the heavier weather and the severe weather has gone uh, north. It's gone up towards anywhere from La Crosse to Warsaw, through Eau Claire and uh, areas north crossing over to Green Bay. It's pretty much stayed out of our way. We had a little bit of severe weather. Like last night, they kept predicting we were going to get showers and thunderstorms, and this may look severe. And, this, and We didn't get anything. I think on the way home, we went to a uh, Kristen Sun's baseball game last night. I think on the way home, maybe 20 drops on the windshield, If if that much. I mean there was nothing and it was dark it was windy never got anything it's pretty much Sheboygan North that got rain so uh yeah we're starting to get a little bit a uh, little bit dry down here but Mike giving a review of the different streams uh it's just it's priceless now here's here's the thing uh here's the thing. Do you, you have to think of the mind, what prompted this? Mike got up, I'm sure he was going to go water his plants, and he was going to go spray a little on the grass, and he got to that last setting and went, what the hell? Oh my God. And and you get, not only watch it, but listen to the audio. It is just awesome. Oh, I'm grabbing the audio. Don't you worry. Okay. It's just awesome. Oh God! Oh God. <laughs> he says it makes a little rainbow. <laughs> Mike is the unicorn in our lives. He really is. He is just the unicorn in our lives. That's the way it is. So uh anyway, uh, we'll get into the audio here in just a minute as soon as, as soon as Ben grabs it. Brewers lose yesterday eight to seven. back at it again to coming up tonight. Uh, the hope is Corbin burns. Is able to kind of uh, kind of restart, if you will, the win streak all over again. In the meantime, uh, you got uh, the lefty Aaron Ashby on track. He's supposed to be activated and come back and pitch on Saturday against the Pirates. Um, but but uh, yesterday, Adrian Hauser left the game with right elbow t- tightness, stiffness in the third inning. Yeah, he was charged with three runs and two and a third. He said the initial tests taken of the elbow, they're encouraging. He's, he's going to undergo, he's coming back to Milwaukee. And this morning he's supposed to get an MRI. Uh, he did say after the game, while he was still sitting there with the team, he said, hopefully I'll be back in a couple of days just to get the inflammation out there and be ready to go. And, uh, you know, Craig Council went out to the mound, uh, started talking to him, and uh, then the the trainer came out, and then they kind of felt around a little bit and just said, you know what, let's let's shut it down. Which, look, I, I get it. You want to be precautionary with stuff like that. Uh, but hopefully it's just uh, just a little bit of swellness, a little bit of stiffness, and uh, they're able to bring him back and all as well. Sometimes it's just a matter of getting that anti-inflammatory and uh, getting it in some ice and being good to go there. So we'll see what happens. But he has not pitched well his last few outings out. So hopefully that's all it is, is just some stiffness and such. And then kind of go from there. Uh, okay, let's do this before we go to break. I got I, I got to go back to this. I am fascinated by Mike Clemens and his ability to take the most innocuous crap and make it into something. So our own Mike Clemens, who right now is searching for anything to report on because the Packers are are down right now. This is the the quiet time in the NFL, short of. The, uh, the the testimony, if you will, of Deshaun Watson and the arguments on both sides for his case, uh, it culminates today, and now we wait and see what the NFL is going to do. Until the, the teams come back to camp, there's nothing else to talk about. So Mike Clemens went out to his backyard, got his garden hose out, and has the sprayer on the garden hose as he uh, begins to observe what it does at its different settings, and then gave us the complete synopsis. Take a listen
1: nozzle here with a whole bunch of new settings.
0: This is Jet. That's good. Soft wash. Little rainbow there. Clean. That works. Yeah. Garden. Do the flowers. Rinse. This one's called 90th birthday. <laughs> the 90th birthday is like some kind of spit-up jet. Dribble. <laughs> I don't know why I'm fascinated by, but I am. Oh my god. Oh, that is hilarious. It starts off with the jet. It's like a stream. I mean, I'll, just a hard stream, and then he gets into the different ones. Oh, little rainbow.
1: <laughs> Nozzle here with a whole bunch of new settings. This is jet. That's good.
0: Soft wash. Little rainbow there. Clean. That works. Yeah. Garden. Do the flowers. <laughs> rinse. There you go. Yeah, this rinse This one's it off. called 90th Birthday. <laughs> Dribble. <laughs> If you haven't seen a video with it, go over to my Facebook fan page, Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show, and you can find it over there. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. We're going to come back. Got a lot more to get to. Got a lot of uh, guys to talk to today. Jim Ozarski, Journal Sentinel, coming up in about 45 minutes. Bailey Curry is going to join us uh, about an hour and a half hour, almost two hours from now, actually, uh, now that I think about it. And Rafa Matos uh, coming up in the last hour of the program today. All drivers up at uh, Road America. Or both drivers up at Road America, talking about the road course and about what's coming up this weekend. You've got the Xfinity series racing tomorrow, NASCAR series and the big boys in the 250, Quick Trip 250 coming up on Sunday. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Bill Michaels Show. A lot of goings on right now in the NBA. Big weekend coming up, we all know. But uh, last night, some of the uh, holiday festivities might have happened just a little bit early, considering the fact that you got a couple of uh, new bucks to talk about, one being an old buck, but uh, a fan favorite nonetheless, who opted out and then opted back in. And to talk a little bit more about it, our our buddy jim ozarski from the uh, journal sentinel now joining us on the hotline jimmy how you doing bud i'm good i'm good bill how are you i'm doing well and uh, happy holiday to you so to speak so let me ask you. You get Bobby. I I never thought Bobby Portis was leaving this organization. He was doing too much around town. He was doing too many Instagrams and videos and having too much fun and hanging with people. And so I never thought he was leaving. I just thought that what exactly was going to happen happened. So it's good to keep Bobby Portis. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, it's a win for both parties. I think the only thing that would have thrown a wrench in that bill was if. You know, there were more teams with, with more cap space, to be quite honest. I mean, look, it, I think it was gonna take a significant raise over let's just call it forty nine, fifty million the bucks could offer for him to leave Milwaukee. Um, and the way the year shook out, the way the, the offseason shook out, there just wasn't that team that was gonna push it to fifteen million a year annually, sixteen, seventy. The type of money that would really make him you know, want to leave the situation. So, uh, yeah, look, he's two months younger than Giannis, Bill. Um, so the, the Bucks have to feel he's still hitting his prime. He's improved each of the last two years. They know what he can do. Uh, they know how he fits. There's really no questions in that regard. There's no mysteries. Um, and on, on one hand, you pay a guy, Bill, to for what he's going to do for you. But let's be real. I think some of this money has to do for what he did do for them, the last two years by, by taking less money in, in each of those seasons
0: the the team itself we all know that defense upon the uh, the three- foot arc or the three-point arc and the shooting prowess on the outside they need to improve in both areas so they bring back Wesley Matthews they also add Ingalls Joe Ingles, to the mix so talk to me about how you think this team from from the last time you and I spoke or even yesterday for that matter has improved.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, look, in terms of, of three-point shooting and three-point defense, it, it's, it's sort of twofold. It's the draft pick of Marsha on Beauchamp, who we don't know about his three-point shot, Bill. like, I mean, you can't really dive into G League footage or Yakima Valley footage and, and say, okay, this is an immediate translation. There's a projection there. But really, that seven-foot wingspan, the 6'6 six, six height, the ability to defend Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, James Harden, around the arc athletically, if they go small, is an improvement. Eases some of the Chris Middleton-Drew holiday pressure. Joe Ingles is interesting, though, because, look, he's not going to be ready to play coming off the ACL. Mm-hmm. But he, he, he's a 40% three-point shooter, and a really he's really gotten better as a pick and roll ball handler. So in that two man game with Giannis, Chris, you've got to respect that shot. Um, I, on paper, that's an improvement on the offensive side. Um, are you getting two players for maybe what you hope to get in one? (laughs) Sure. But those three and D guys, like those are hard, really hard to find who could do both. Um, so yeah, Bill, I think if you're going to go to a checklist of, okay, these are some areas Boston or some other teams proved the Bucks deficient in. I think John horse made moves to get better at it. Of course, we'll have to see how it plays out as they make another you know playoff run um, next spring. Cause that's really what it's about, Bill, right? Like right. it's not about November, December, January. It's what do they look like April, May, June. And that's, the fun part, but maybe the hard part for Bucs fans, too, because it's like, oh, all this excitement in June. OK, we need to wait till next, you know, 11 months from now to see a out.
0: Right. I had said yesterday that when you start to go through players, there's obviously your starters and then there's the role players. And everybody's got a role. Now, are they dynamic in that role? I thought Bobby Portis was, and I thought Wesley Matthews was. Grayson Allen faded when they needed him the most. I don't think he was. But a guy that very quietly went about, a bit about his business and got it done in the postseason was Javon Carter as well, and he gets a new contract too.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. So Carter, two things there. Carter's return, I wonder what that means for George Hill. Because clearly we saw, Bill, and, and we talked about this. I'm sure your, your callers, too. It's like, wait a minute, where's Javon Carter? George Hill's hurt. Does this mean George Hill is not back? Does this mean he is back? But maybe the Bucks realize they can't or shouldn't push him the minutes they did. Same thing with Wesley Matthews. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But, yeah, Carter, I think, proved to have maybe a more reliable jump shot than many of us thought. Now, Grayson Allen's the interesting thing there, Bill, because I, I guess I counter that a little bit in that he helped the Bucks win the Bulls series. I mean, right. is it, okay, there was another level with the Celtics. That's fair, but clearly he's a guy who can give you, and we saw it in the regular season, he can give you 25 on any night in the regular season and was able to, to rise to the occasion in a playoff series. If you look at the way they won the title bill, how was that different than Bryn Forbes outscoring Jimmy Butler in that, in that first round series? We never heard about Bryn Forbes again after that, but it was important for, for them to continue the process. Right. So I think if they hold on to Grayson Allen bill, um, cause he is one of their few tradable assets. Uh, I think he'll be better in year two. Um, and I think Bucks fans should think about that too. Pat Connaughton's been gotten better as a three point shooter. Bobby Portis has gotten better as a three point shooter while in Milwaukee. I, I wouldn't say it's out of the realm of possibility, Bill, for for Grayson Allen to be better in year two, also.
0: the uh, The team itself is there. I, I mean, I know salary. I don't want to say salary cap, but where they're at right now, I know there's limited funding. We all know that. But is there a player out there that they could go out and say, you know what, either one, we're going to target to make a deal for, or two, that somebody's going to end up on the open market and you're going to go, yeah, that guy's going to be our guy.
1: Well, you know, they're, they're, they're running up against, you know, some roster inflexibility here with, with these moves.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: Jordan, now, Jordan Wara was extended the qualifying offer. He It's his option to sign that or not. Um, If he chooses to not sign it, you know, perhaps his time in Milwaukee is over and that opens up a spot. Um, You know, there's a report just before jumping on with you, Bill, out of Greece uh, that Yorgos Papayanis, seven foot three center. He was a um, near lottery pick, uh, you know, a handful of years ago might be of interest to the Bucs. You know, requiring a buyout might be a minimum deal. So I think there's, there's fringe, type guys like that, Bill. But I don't know if, if they choose not to trade. They're, they're kind of out of money. <laughs> I mean, there, there's, you know, you're looking at that buy market again in the spring. I mean, uh, unless there's a trade or this sort of low-level international kind of signing like a Luca Vildoza a, a year ago, um, I'm not sure if there's that sort of marquee name, so to speak, uh, out there for this team, at least, at least not right now
0: the rest of the the conference the east obviously we know there's turmoil in brooklyn uh without a doubt and with everything that's gone on and now you got kd wanting to get out and giving his list of teams to sign and trade and such or, or just to be traded to I should say obviously kyrie coming back uh but where are the powers now in in the east is it still just the, kind of the bucks and the celtics i just without any kind of a big move maybe getting tyler hero back they're a little bit better because of the three-point shooting capabilities down in Miami, but I still don't think they have enough to defend what the Bucks have. So where are the powers right now in the East?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I would just look at last year's, you know, final four in the East. I think that that's what it is. Um, you know, the Bucs, uh, if they're not the favorites, if you want to give it to Boston because they won, you know, they beat a team without Chris Milton, sure. That's fair. So Boston, Milwaukee, I think Philadelphia, I, we'll see what P.J. Tucker has left. Uh, clearly, Daryl Morey feels Tucker and James Harden <laughs> together will, will be something in, in Philly if Joel Embiid it remains healthy. You can't discount what they did a year ago. And, and, you know, if Joel's healthy, maybe, you know, this conversation in Philly is still happening just like it is Milwaukee, right? Their mm-hmm. star was hurt. Uh, Miami, uh, yes, they, I think – even if they decide to move really important pieces for Kevin Durant, they still get Kevin Durant. So, so yeah, either way in that one, it's, it's Miami. So that's the four, Bill. That's the cream of the crop. That's who it is. Um, we'll see if, if, if another team or two can, can sort of make a move. Atlanta, you know, are, are they better with Deontay Murray? Probably. Um, we'll see how that shakes out. I thought they'd be better than they were. A year ago so yeah I, I think those are the four and, and look if the bucks are the betting favorites to, to win the east um that makes a lot of sense too
0: I I still think in my opinion' they're the favorite to win the east just because of the return even if nothing changed just because of the return of Chris middleton would you agree with that yeah I, I think
1: we're having a different conversation if if Middleton was healthy you know would they have beaten golden State I don't know uh, but I think they get to the finals. You know, I, I do feel like, you know, that was getting past the Celtics. I also feel they would have beaten the Heat, you know, in the Eastern Conference final. Um, and so, yes, I, I do feel the Bucs when healthy. Look, Chris Middleton very, very well earn his four-straight all-star appearance, and that that's rare error. Um, very few teams have two guys like that you know on their roster so yeah yeah bill i, I think if you're the bucks look it, it's not super sexy pat Connaughton opting in bobby port is coming back joe engle's off an acl <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it's not right it's just, it's just not headline grabbing on a national level but if you and i talk in in february we're talking about one of the best teams in the east potential mvp candidate <laughs> Giannis, potential right. all-stars in yeah, it, yeah, they, they are definitely a favorite to, to once again contend for an NBA title. Uh,
0: I had I got into this discussion last night with a buddy of mine who said uh, the the Bucks are going to be the team to watch. Why? Because they got bounced from the playoffs. They didn't have to play late June like uh, we've seen in the past. Obviously, this is a, a back to a normal year, a normal offseason. Your, your turnaround time is not going to be just a couple of months. They're going to get additional rest. And they've added some pieces and got guys healthy. So to me, how much do you think, back to the sense of normalcy, after winning a championship, uh, how much do you think this team then really, and being bounced from the playoffs and coming back with that sour taste in their mouth, how much do you think this team should be considered the favorite to win the East next year?
1: Yeah, that can't be discounted, Bill. I, I think the fact that they've played so much basketball in this three-year period. I mean, Chris Middleton and, and Drew Holiday sort of, joined, like, they don't know, they don't really remember. I mean, 2019, Bill, that was the last time this offseason had happened for those guys. Toss in the Olympics for for Middleton and, and Holiday. Now, reporting out of Greece is that Giannis and Thanasis and Nakuma are going to play for the Greek national team in the Eurobasket tournament, which is the biggest sort of non-Olympic, international tournament in Europe um in in August um is that a huge deal probably not 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 for Giannis uh, I, I don't think so Bill uh so even if he does play in that uh clearly that means he's ramping up he'll be ready to go when the season starts so yeah I, I think um having that rest especially look this is an older roster yes Giannis and Bobby are 27 Hitting their primes, everybody else is in their early 30s to late 30s now. With like Wesley Matthews, right? So having this time off um, definitely will, will help a team like this. I think, especially because they can actually train and properly get themselves ready for another what they hope is a hundred game or so March.
0: Before I let you go, I'm going to ask you something completely off the wall because this came up to me a couple of days ago. We got into this discussion about it as well because the Bucks ownership have been part of the revitaliza- revitalization of Milwaukee, and we're hearing a lot of political speak about Milwaukee and about the crime. The worst nightmare came to pass when the shootings happened outside the Fiserv form after the playoff game. How much do you think this affects the franchise positively negatively you name it how what kind of what what does this impact the franchise how does this impact the franchise
1: uh you know i i think in on a literal level i i think the fact that i believe there were discussions uh you know with the city about the deer district and just sort of how that is monitored secured Um, So I I think now while this particular – that particular incident happened outside of the Deer District, uh, it was close enough. Um, And so I feel like those discussions have been had. I I don't know what that will look like going forward. Now, in terms of perception or fans, look, Bill, I I mean only only those people can speak to that. I I don't know, you know, if – Look, if you want to come in and watch high-level championship basketball, like that's what you're gonna do, and if you're willing to come in earlier or stay later, uh, I mean, I can't speak for for how people will feel about that or want to do it, but I, I I mean, I don't think Pfizer Forum is gonna be without fans. You know what I mean? I feel like it's gonna be rocking, and so. You know, I I think those are individual choices, Um, you know, and it's just I I don't know what or if anything the franchise can do along those lines, aside from the the properties they own, the space they own, or if they don't own it, at least they manage it, operate it. and, And that, you know, obviously those conversations happen, Bill. We'll just have to see how that is either put in place or not put in place once the season begins again in October.
0: Jim, great stuff. Enjoy the holiday weekend, man, and we'll talk again soon, okay? All right, thanks, Bill. You too. Appreciate it, buddy. There you go. Our good Jim Ozarski from uh, the Journal Sentinel covers the Milwaukee Bucks, giving us the breakdown. The team seems to be headed in the right direction. The question is, have they done enough? In your case, in your thought, with the return of Chris Middleton from injury, coming back healthy, do you think this team is right back, right back to being the team to contend with, in the NBA, that's the question we all have to answer, and that's the question that the Bucks management has to answer going into this offseason and then going into the 2023 or 2022-2023 season. So I hope. I think they got better just by the return of Chris Middleton. I think we'd all agree upon that, but how much better have they gotten 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. Stollies Hog Alley, uh, still under construction. I know it's a holiday weekend, but still stop in. They still have a terrific fish fry coming up tonight. Sit outside, enjoy yourself, whether it's outside, inside, whatever it happens to be. Even during the construction, they're still open. And remember, coming up here in about a month and a half, they should be unveiling the new Look, Stoley's saw Alley. Oh, what a party that's going to be! Beautiful. Beautiful by the renderings. Don't forget, they also have Stole's Old 109, which had a tremendous night with my buddy Rick Pomeroy playing on the patio outside last night. As, uh, they had bike night, Thursday night bike night, which was great. Stoll's 0109 up in Watertown. Stollie's Hog Alley and Summit right there in Oconomowoc. Either place, single owners. It's Jeff and Alicia. They're great people. Stop in, support them. And if you're looking for a job, they're hiring just like a lot of people are right now. And a little extra money along the side, not a bad way to go. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate,
1: subscribe.